0: to my core at how smooth my hair looked especially that frizzy top part you know in in your part all those little baby hairs coming through that frizzy part that was smooth so shout out way for consistently delivering products that actually work and do what they say they're going to do on the bottle frizz free up your schedule with way go to dot com and enter promo code meat for 15% off any product that's dot com promo Code me tanks. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the pod. I am excited to talk about Valentine's Day. If you're freaking out because you're single or you're freaking out because you're in a relationship, don't freak out it's fine it's a cute holiday and by the way it's like created for consumerism so if you feel upset about it just remember that that's what it is it's not actually like it's just another reminder for you know people to spend money and also to make single people feel bad which is literally the world's favorite hobby is making single people feel terrible but we're not going to do that we're not going to do that we're going to be cute we're going to have fun i have a few things to talk to you about before that so first of all I made this TikTok about birthdays about I stitched this guy he said oh you know I basically his it was his friend's birthday his friend had picked this really expensive restaurant and asked his friend to all friends to all come pay and this creator was said I can't afford that can I meet you guys out after and then his friend their friend was salty and was bitchy towards them and it's like okay That's so rude. So I stitched it and I said, I know this is an unpopular opinion, but I personally think if you invite a bunch of people to somewhere to celebrate your birthday, you pick the restaurant, you say, hey guys, it's my birthday dinner on Wednesday. We're going to go to here. You know, thanks. You should pay for all of them because you picked the restaurant. I think it's insane that people think that they can dictate how their friends spend money I just, I don't, I don't believe in that. And I also just think it's bad manners. That's my opinion. And I feel bolstered by the comments. A lot of people did agree with me and some people didn't, but that's just my opinion that that's good manners. And in some friend groups, it's even expected that you cover the birthday person as well, which is so insane to me. It's so insane. A lot of people from different backgrounds we're writing in the comments saying oh from my culture yeah we actually give out gifts on our birthday from my culture we do we actually everybody does pay so a lot of people were also saying it's quite an american thing that you have you're you're expected to pay for the birthday person and whatever but for me when i was growing up at home if you had a birthday dinner you'd pay for everybody because again you're picking the restaurant you are asking people to come celebrate you the Daily Mail picks it up. Okay. And I'm not even mad. I'm not even mad for a second because they use like such a hot picture of me. And I was actually, I, I was happy, but I just like the language that they use is just like cracks me up because this is what they said. By the way, I want to know like what kind of thesaurus they have on hand at the Daily Mail, because the words are, honestly, sometimes it's a as It's a said. TikTok star Tinks sparks brutal backlash after posting deeply unpopular opinion about birthday etiquette, insisting anyone who invites pals to a nice dinner to mark their special day to pay for everyone in capitals who attends. And then it goes on. She was flooded with fierce backlash from people on the Web. Joke's on you because I don't read the comments anymore. Daily Mail. She sparked a fiery debate, but then they use this picture of me where I look actually so hot on my birthday on a boat, which I paid for, by the way, with my beautiful cake it was my my birthday from last year and so honestly fair enough but honestly I tip my hat off to them for the verbiage that they use because that that is honestly me writing every essay in college every essay I would like you know how you can do the thing on the computer where you click and it gives you (laughs) like options for a better word you type in bad and then it's like ferocious terrible like horrendous and then that would be my essay because I was always trying to get like the character count up lol I did not always try very hard, but you know what? That is okay. You know, I'm here. I have a job. I'm fine. Um, so that's that. And then the other thing I want to talk about is Drake. So as you know, like Drake has been my number one artist on Spotify wrapped for, for like the past five years. I love Drake more than anything. Like he's one of my favorite artists. I'm a complete Drake apologist. I hear the criticisms about him, but for me, they're not valid. I think he's just so unbelievable he's so commercial he's so funny like i think he's in on the joke um and i love him okay picture going around on twitter or x whatever it's called i don't really know unverified and like a bunch of people sent it to me um and i was like whoa it's you know allegedly of his you know what and i i was like i was like wow that's my first thought was this makes sense because you know He's obviously very, I think that men who are more comfortable with themselves, they express their emotions more. And he does express his emotions more. And like, why would you be uncomfortable if you look like that? Like, he looks amazing. Like, wow, that's insane. And then I thought like, wait, is that, is that wrong of me? Like that I commented on that and I I really want to have a moral debate like I think it's interesting I was thinking about it on the subway on the way to the studio I was thinking is that wrong like it would I have done that if it was a woman and the answer is absolutely not and then I was like ooh is that a bad double standard and then I was thinking who leaked that because that's absolute trash of them and if it was a woman I not only would not look on principle but then I would whoever the man was or whatever or whoever leaked it I'd be like you're such trash so I don't know part of me thinks that like okay, if you're the biggest celebrity in the world and you like send a nude, you kind of know that there is a possibility you could get, get out. And again, if I was a guy and if I look like that, I like wouldn't care if my nudes got leaked, whatever. But it is an interesting moral question. And I thought, hmm, should I even comment on it? But here I am commenting on it. So Drake, if you're listening to this, you look absolutely fantastic. I always knew that that was going to be the case. And um, yeah, interested to hear what you guys think about that. Okay, I have a book review for you guys, a mini book review rather. I think I meant to read a book called She Comes First, but I actually started reading a book called Come As You Are. They're both about sex, so obviously that's why I wanted to read them. But um, Come As You Are is by Emily Nagoski. hope I'm pronouncing that right. Dr. Emily Nagoski. And it's basically about Sex and all the different things that can affect our sex lives, our psyche, and I was reading it, and then I was like, whew, This is kind of heavy." And then I realized I was reading the wrong book because come, um, she comes first is about like women's orgasms, which obviously I talk about all the time, which is why I wanted to read it. And a bunch of you guys had actually recommended it to me. Listen, come as you are does have some interesting facts. It's just a bit textbooky, like it, it it's just a bit dense in terms of. it it really does feel like a textbook and there were, were some things where I was like oh that makes a lot of sense when it comes to sex like I think for me the biggest takeaway was like how much well two things first of all like how much stress can affect our sex lives secondly it did a little bit scare me because there was a lot of instances about like after you have kids just like kind of how your hormones and kind of that whole world can you know be different and it's it's very just like hormonal and it's largely out of your control which for me just on a personal level like frightens me a lot about the the prospect of having kids and that changing um but thirdly there was this thing that I found really interesting about how some people have it's like you have breaks and accelerators when it comes to sexuality and you need to learn whether you how your breaks are namely the things that like can stop you being horny and then what your accelerators are and some people have slow accelerators as in it's hard to get them turned on and some people have very sensitive brakes as in if one thing so sorry I'll give you an example because I feel like I'm doing what the book did which is just confuse you so essentially let's say I had very slow acceleration. That would mean if I had a partner, it would take them a lot to get me in the mood. Like everything would have to be right. Like the vibe would have to be right. I would have to be like already in the mood. I would have to be not stressed. And so it would be like, because I'm a slow accelerator. Let's say I also had very sensitive brakes. And by the way, some people have both, so it's like kind of interesting to think about which one you are. Let's say I had a fast accelerator like I was easy to get turned on, but I had very sensitive brakes. Namely, let's say I was having sex with someone and then all of a sudden like I caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror and it like made me upset and then all of a sudden I didn't want to have sex anymore. So I to me that was the biggest takeaway because it's a lot. It's basically the basis of when you have differences in your sex drive with your partner or let's say your sex drive has changed or I don't know it just that part was so 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 interesting to me and I would I recommend reading it I think like if you're really obsessed with sex like I am and you you or let's say you're in a relationship and maybe your sex drive is like not matched with your partners right now I definitely would recommend reading it it's just like it's just a bit dense and it's not bad at all it's like you know she's a doctor like obviously it's gonna be fucking dense, tanks. so that was really interesting and I also in the end I'm glad that I read it because so much of their time like I'll get questions about oh you know I, I don't want to have sex with my boyfriend or like it you know I'm not in the mood and it just I don't know it really did inform inform me on how complex it all is and how there are definitely ways to work around if you have an unmatched sex drive with your partner so very fascinating. I actually, in reviewing this book, I've actually changed my mind about it. Like at the, at the beginning, I was like, it was really hard to read and it was, but at the end, I was like, it's worthwhile, especially if you're maybe having sex issues in your relationship or you're just into sex. So yeah, good job, Dr. Emily. Oh my God. Wig just sent me that I'm on page six now as well about the birthday thing. It's making me seem like I'm spoiled. It's making me seem like I'm like think that everybody's rich. And that's not true. Actually, if you think about it, I'm literally acknowledging that everybody is not rich. And that's why I think it's so absurd to be like, okay, I'm having my birthday at Pasties and all my friends have to come and pay and pay for me. Like that's, I'm sorry, that's way more, that's way more insensitive than being like, I think that if you're going to have it, you know, you can have a small dinner or cook or do, there's a million other things to do than force your friends to pay, especially if you're in your young 20s. Like people are broke. You can't ask it, like force them to be buy. And in the example on the on the birthday thing, he said that the entrees were forty dollars. That's insane. That's insane to ask people to come to a dinner and say you have to pay for it. This is forty forty dollars. And then also Wig reminded me that when we went to Mr. Chow for his birthday we all paid for him. And I was like, well, that's because you're wig. And like, if anyone's going to make us all pay, it's you. If you want to bring coziness into your life, you turn to Barefoot Dreams, especially now as the brand is celebrating their 30th anniversary. With those 30 years of coziness, Barefoot Dreams celebrates being the originators of everyone's favorite luxe home blanket. And while many have attempted to duplicate their blankets, robes, and more, Barefoot Dreams' fabrication and quality cannot be replicated. So don't believe the dupes. So guys, do you remember back in like 2020, I made a viral TikTok about how much I love Barefoot Dreams because I am truly so obsessed with these blankets. I have one in every room of my house, no word of a lie, and also the socks. When I tell you that I cannot sleep if I don't have Barefoot Dream socks on, that is the truth, okay? For It's Me Tinks listeners, you can get 15% off your first purchase at barefootdreams.com with the code Tinks15. Don't miss out on Barefoot Dreams soft, soothing fabrics that will bring luxury to your life. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. Zola has everything you need to plan your wedding in one place, including venue options and all your vendors. Plus, you can design, save the dates, and invites, build a free wedding website, create your registry, and stay on track and on budget throughout the entire wedding process with their free planning tools. I have three really good friends getting married this year, and they're all using Zola. And I know because they were telling me about how easy it is. And it's just truly a one-stop shop. And you know, this girl loves efficiency, right? So my friends were telling me you can do it all in one place. What a relief, right? And I know about Zola because I bought so many gifts on registries via Zola. And I just love how easy it is to send gifts, keep everything organized. Everything is like done for you. And we absolutely love that. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. Shop now at pandora.net. Pandora, be love. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What is it? How should we survive it? How should we approach it? I'm probably going to mention this on the podcast, but I do just want to give you guys a little update, which is that the best kisser ever guy is actually coming to New York next week. He said he has a work thing and we're going to dinner on Valentine's Day. Kind of crazy, right? Um, I'm like shocked because I was manifesting that he would need to come to New York for something and he said he has a work thing. So And then I was like, oh, yeah, can you do you want to get dinner on Thursday? And he was like, well, how's Wednesday? And I was like, oh, yeah. And he was like, wow, I'm surprised no one's locked you down. Like being so cute. Like, guys, I'm honestly freaking out because I feel like now I've made it up so big in my head. And I've told like all the millions of thousands of okay, millions is way too much things, but like thousands of listeners like I've I'm bejiggity. I'm bejiggity and I'm freaking out. And like there's so much pressure on Valentine's Day and he's coming to New York and oh, my God, ah. I'm being I'm being goofy. I'm being bajigity. That is a perfect example of bajigity, Like not even making full sentences. Anyway, whatever. It's fine. Look, either it's going to be good or it's going to be bad. Who cares? Me. I'm trying to be less black and white this year. Also me. It will either be amazing or it will be horrible. <laughs> and by the way, if you figure out who it is, I don't know how you FBI spies out there figure out who it is, whatever, whatever. Just can you not report back to him? Can you just not do that? Because like... I wanna be able to tell you guys everything because it's so funny. You say you have parasocial relationships with me. I have it back with you too. Don't get it twisted, okay? So I just wanna be able to tell you guys everything. So don't fuck me here, okay? Don't fuck me. Thank you. Thank you. What am I gonna fucking wear? I'm totally gonna wear that square necked tight dress that I wore last week. So hot. Black satin boots, black tights. Delicious, amazing, sexy. Okay. I need to book a hair appointment. I mean, no, that's that's bad. That will raise the stakes. Where are we gonna go to dinner? Do you think I should book it because he's coming to New York? I don't know. But he's not coming for me. So I I don't know. Okay. I digress. Okay. Valentine's Day. It's around this time of year that I love to tell the story of um when I had like my college boyfriend and I really was so excited because even though I had a boyfriend in high school, I was obsessed with my college boyfriend and he was so cute and adorable and I had this idea that I wanted our first Valentine's Day together to be like so romantic and it's funny because now looking back I can see the makings of a baby influencer like I have this idea that I wanted to wear this lace I think it was Bessie, Bessie Johnson like a lace dress to our formal and I wanted to go to this dive bar and take pictures in the dive bar for the juxtaposition which by the way is a very common thing like you see now fashion brands all the time will go to a bodega and take pictures of people in ball gowns so I was I was barking up the right tree okay however obviously wearing a Betsy Johnson dress in a fucking dive bar in Palo Alto and taking pictures in with my like shitty digital camera it's not the same vibe. Although I bet that they would kind of be a now. I need to try to find them. Anyway, I remember thinking everything is going to change on this Valentine's Day and um, I'm going to feel so special and different because I have a boyfriend and like we're going to this formal and like it's gonna be so romantic. And it was fun. It was fun, but like it didn't change my life. And if you are single, I just want to start by saying you need to take a deep breath and realize this is just not that big a deal. And if you're in a relationship and if you're in love, I'm going to get you in a second because you can have your cake. Don't you worry. I'm not a hater. You know me. I am not a hater, but I'm just going to start with a single crew because it can make you feel like a bag of smashed assholes. Like it can make you feel just super down. Oh my God, you guys, I saw this um, TikTok of this really sweet girl and she's, I checked and she's actually my follower on TikTok and she was saying that she had just been let down again by this guy and how she was so disappointed about because she was like single again on valentine's day and she's never had a boyfriend and she said she's 30 and i like wrote her this comment and she responded but like people were being kind of savage in the comments because people on tiktok are assholes people on tiktok are so fucking cruel and nasty disgusting freaks on there anyway this sweet girl was like so upset she was like i can't believe like i'm i just feel like right now i'm never gonna have a boyfriend and like i can't believe this happened just before valentine's day i had my hopes up and it's like that's the that's the thing about valentine's day is it's just another marker for single people to check if they should feel bad about themselves and the thing is it's just like cuffing season or whatever it's just like any of the big things that make you feel bad but the thing is it's just another day Okay, it's just another day. And what I wrote to her is that first of all, stay out of absolutes because she was obviously she was hurt. You know that this thing didn't work out with this guy, and so she was like, "I'm never gonna get a boyfriend." I I always wanted it, and I was like, "Stay out of absolutes and know that you learned from this experience. And every dating experience you have that doesn't work out, you're one step closer to it working out, right? You have to go through certain things to get to your person, right?" So if you're single, I really don't like the vibe of being bitter. And I've met talk about this before when I did the episode called Don't Be a Bitter Single Person. I really don't like the like fuck Valentine's Day vibe. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if you're single, it's not that big a deal. There are so many other ways to celebrate love. And I personally like to because I'm a I'm a lovey dovey bitch. Like I love my friends. I love my cats. I love food. I love clothes like I love love. And I also love love. I love that people are in love. Like love is what makes the world go round. Let's not forget that there's infinite love in the world. I think sometimes when you're single, you think I'm jealous of all the people who are in a relationship and in love, but that them being in love doesn't mean that you're not going to be. They're not taking away your love. They're just in a different stage than you. And I truly, genuinely believe that the more you embody love and like celebrate love the easier it will come to you because you don't want any blockages okay you know and gabby bernstein talks a lot about like blocking your manifesting and one of the ways i believe that you block your manifestations is like by being negative or being bitter okay so what do you do on valentine's day if you're single well if you want to do nothing do nothing Go home. Pour yourself a glass of wine. Watch some fucking Bravo. It's a Wednesday. Draw a bath. Read one of the dirty books that I've recommended. Order yourself a vibrator or do nothing. Take a melatonin and go to bed. Like the world is your oyster, baby. You have the entire bed for you and enjoy it. Okay, enjoy it. Or if you want to do something, you know me, I love a Galentine's. I love a Galentine's. I love to host a Galentine's. I love to go to dinner with some friends I love, put on a rom-com, invite a couple friends over, get some pink M&M's, order a pizza. It sounds silly, but that kind of stuff really fills up your cup more than you can ever say. More than you can ever say. Okay, so there's always that option you could also invite your girlfriends over or whoever your friends over whatever and and do like um a manifesting exercise. So one thing that Wig and I actually did last weekend was we wrote our like lists. Like I- I've done this before, but it was kind of fun to do it with a friend because we helped each other write our list. But like manifesting our dream men, and we wrote like really specific details. And then we like waited for a few days, and then we edited our lists. And now we're helping each other manifest. So I think that's a really fun thing to do if you're singles to invite your friends over, have cute like. Pink paper and markers, and like you could even put stickers on them, and like help you help each other write and be like, no, no, no," like describe what he looks like. Like, I just think that's a really cute, fun thing to do. So you could do that too, and you could also like order my book for everybody because it's pink, so that would be like a cute and fun thing, or my chocolate, which is also pink. Okay, let's talk about if you're in a relationship. So, if you're in a relationship, maybe you're a couple who doesn't care. Maybe you're like, this is consumerism at its finest. Like, I don't want to do this, which is fine. If you do care about it, tell the boy that you care. This is something I'm really into lately, is like set people up for success. If he doesn't know, like even if it's say it's your first Valentine's together, if he doesn't know that it's like your favorite holiday and that you expect him to make a dinner reservation, he might not do it. And that doesn't mean that he doesn't care. It just means that like he might not be trained. So to me, I think it's fun to talk about it together and get excited together. Are you gonna exchange gifts? Are you gonna exchange cards? who's in charge of the reservation is that going to be the first night you guys do anal like have those talks in advance so that you you know you have like success I'm very into that um I think it's really fun to cook too because it's less expensive and it's like kind of sexier and romantic there's something I have to say I have to say I just gonna be honest there's something kind of deeply unromantic about going to a restaurant with a set menu with all these other people like like looking at their watch, like trying to get home for the babysitter, like so that they can have sex and like go to bed. Like, it's just there's a lot of like eh. that being said. If you love to get dressed up and go out, you fucking do that, baby. You fucking do it. Okay. To each their own. To each their own. I just also do want to say that if you're in a relationship for a long time, especially if you're married, your mom, whatever please take some time to celebrate your relationship whether it's Valentine's Day or whether it's you know on the weekend or whatever don't don't let that you know go away because being together for a a long time and creating a life together and going through the hardships and raising kids like that is romantic that is lovely so don't don't forget to like really carve out that time even if you're kind of like oh like i don't want to make a fuss i'll just say like it doesn't matter this year you know you should say you know I, i know we're busy this week but like next week let's go to dinner on friday and like do a little valentine's day thing i really think that's nice and i think it's so important for longevity and like health and relationships. okay I, you guys are my valentines as always. I love you so very much and I will see you back here next time until then. Bye.